Hey, everybody. Jim Evans with Today in Trades. We have a really exciting new format of the podcast. Thanks to my man, Jake, our producer, our team. We decided we're going to come out with a type um, and style of podcast called a Rollcast. Um, those of you that know me know I'm a big fisherman, and a roll cast is a way to get the line to the point as quick as you can, especially in tight situations. And boy, do we have a tight situation with supply chain. So we're going to talk about that today. So everybody fins up, big Margaritaville fan. Um, those of you watching us on YouTube, you'll see I got a big old fins up banner behind me. That's just a reminder, there's opportunity out there, everybody. In the midst of all of this, there's an opportunity to build the business the way we want to build them not just run them the way we always have. So new time, new us. So welcome to the first episode of Rollcast by Today in Trades. Thanks to Big Clips, our sponsor, for making this happen. Supply chain. I'm tired of hearing everybody talking about and complaining about the supply chain. I can't get my hardware. The glass is delayed. Everything sucks. You know, it's so frustrating. You know, hey, we're also really busy. It also doesn't have to be frustrating. And the most important part, everybody, we can't control this, all right? So instead of complaining, instead of uh, making a problem out of it, let's talk today quickly about how do we handle it? First of all, crippling fear and complacency is not a strategy, all right? You can't just sit there and complain and then expect it to get better unless you have a barge and a giant shipping company to push it across the ocean, we can't do anything about it. My other friend, Jake, is a bar, is a tugboat captain. Maybe he could help move it faster, but the rest of us, we don't stand a chance. So what do we do about it? Business has to go on. First of all, customers don't know the state of our industry. They don't know what supply chain means. They don't understand what that means for them. So step one, communicate through the problem. What does that mean? Communicate through the problem. This is true of everything in our business. In this case, there's two channels of communication. First channel the customer. We have to stay on top of communicating with customers in a way we've never done it before. And yes, I know that's annoying. I know it's a couple extra texts, some extra emojis, an extra phone call, an extra email. But we have to, or else you're going to have a lot of products sitting on your dock and nowhere to put it in when they bail on you. Second, suppliers. Guess what? They're not great at communicating sometimes. So we need to communicate to them. We need to be passing information from them to the customer. So we're going to break that down even a little further today. So first of all, Antage number one, thanks, Grandpa Jim. Reach out to customers before they reach out to you. My dad taught me at a young age, the second they call you to ask where their stuff is, you're working uphill. And no matter what you say is going to sound like an excuse. Stay on top of them. How do we do that? Well, get organized. If you're not using technology like BitClips and others, set tasks, set reminders, set things in motion where a customer is going to keep receiving touch points more than you think they need. So if you think they need to be talked to twice before the product arrives, make it three times. Too much communication is always better than not enough. If you're using Google Calendar, quickly, the moment that's booked, schedule out Monday, Tuesday, that you need to check in with that customer. If you're using a fax machine, right on the wall, send them a fax. If you're using a fax machine, you're probably not listening to this show. Um, next, use and teach your team how to underpromise. Create a culture of um, involvement and underpromising. So instead of making excuses and complaining, we create a culture of educating our customers, letting them know that we're going to do everything we can. That the whole industry is slow, 
but we're going to be faster than the people down the street, that we're going to do extra things to stay on top of you. Make sure you're collecting deposits. Make sure you're telling them why that's important because now you're paying for product. You're, you're taking your labor. It's extending everything. We have to be on top of that with customers. Next, use content from other sources to educate customers. Your word, although you're honest people and you all work very hard, doesn't mean anything. Go to NGA, go to your suppliers, take credible um, resources, package them up, and again, send them out through big clips, through email, through text, through whatever platform, Podium, Broadly, get it out to the customer and say, hey, I want you to read this article. We're all behind. We're working hard to get you handled. That just helps create that trust. Next, ensure that everyone is in the same boat and how to show the customer um, that you're going to stay on top of it. So your whole team has to work together. Uh, BidClips has internal collaboration, so you can work together, upload bill of lading, upload your quotes from your vendors. You can see every touch point of the job. That's important so that if a customer calls, you can know exactly where that's at in the pipeline. All right, so make sure you're working together as a team. You're very organized. Um, next, offer additional solutions. Maybe the customer is willing to wait if you just give them a little bit. So maybe you put a piece of plywood up to get them by for a few weeks. Maybe you um, do a different kind of solution in your industry to buy some more time and show them you're doing your best. On sales, know your inventory and then offer solutions. Um, in programs like Big Clips, um, Jobber, Service Titan, you know, newer um, sales uh, software, you can send multiple options. So for shower enclosures, perhaps, you have one option, 12 to 14 weeks. But then you maybe say, you know, it's a little more expensive, but here's a different option, like a roller slider or something that's maybe only two to three weeks. Give the customer the choice to decide where the price to time value lands. So that's just important for us to be able to give those options, upsell that job. Um, and upsells are important. The other thing you can do is you can throw in product to ease the pain. Maybe you throw in a coating at no charge because the customer has been waiting for eight weeks. Maybe you throw in a squeegee or you um, throw in an extra pair of wiper blades, right? Know your pain points, know what you can do to help offset those. And lastly, please don't screw it up. More than ever, make sure your orders are accurate. Make sure the product that you're sending to your vendor gets, gets accepted, that they confirm those, those orders, that they tell you they're on their way. Make sure it's filed correctly or it's tagged in, in your software. Make sure that we don't mess up more than ever. Because if you have a 10-week lead time and that job gets screwed up, I don't care how great at customer service you are, 20 weeks is hard to swallow for some customers. So just stay on our team to say it's very important that we inspect what we expect. So more than ever, we need communication, strong technology, leverage the tools that we have, and you guys have the chance to define your business the way you want it to be defined and not just react to what's being thrown at you. So this podcast is for those of us that are on the way up. We're working hard. We're going to be the future of trades. So fins up, everybody. There's opportunity out there. Go get it. See you next time.